Hello and welcome to all my fine fellow fall folks. This is the first ever Crown Club, the ultimate Fall Guys unofficial podcast for the number one video game out right now, the number one esport of all time, and this would be the number one Fall Guys podcast. I, of course, would be Christian Humes. And with me today in our rotating guest chair, I have a friend, a co-host. You may have seen some words he's written on digital trends, some videos he's made on quite a few different publications, but I'll let Tom Caswell speak for himself. Tom, why don't you tell these people who you are? Uh, Hi, everyone. My name is Tom Caswell. I am a video producer and writer. I am one of the co-hosts, along with Christian, of the Unranked podcast, uh, which I assume probably we have a few listeners from there checking this out as well. Um, But yeah, as Chris said, uh, right now I'm doing a lot of writing for digital trends. That's kind of my focus. Um, Not to date this too much, but we are still in the middle of coronavirus. If you're listening to this years from now, when everything is beautiful and great, uh, hopefully, um so i am very much focused on writing but i do a lot of video work and you can find me if you if you find me on twitter and stuff that it's all listed there also a big pretty big uh guy on the twitch scene now you've been doing quite a few we've done some streams have joined you playing Mm. fall guys so that's why you felt like the perfect person to have come on for this first episode because you and i played this last year for the first time at e3 Mm -hmm. 2019 at, you know, Devolver Digital's, their uh, fun little garage yeah, area they set up, outside. their outdoor parking lot <laughs> space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was, um, I think, where I wanted to start very quickly, because we're going to get into other things. We're going to get into news. We're going to talk about features that may be coming, suggestions, the stuff people want to hear about that maybe they don't know. But I was I went on the website today. And I went on their publisher's website. I didn't go on Mediatonic, the developer's website. I went on their publisher's website. And funnily enough, they still actually have listed this as the description of the game. Dive into a series of ridiculous challenges and wild obstacle courses with 100 competitors online, all with the hopes of making the cut and advancing to the next round of Mayhem. Mm. So if you haven't played Fall Guys and you've somehow stumbled into the Crown Club podcast which, it, yeah. yeah there's there's no way that's happened but if that is the case <laughs> this is a video game battle royale themed after some of the greatest game shows uh you know people are familiar with like mxc and wipeout would probably be the two easiest to compare to for the average person and it's funny because it's now a 60 person game mm. and and it's changed a lot over time and one thing i keep thinking about tom while playing this game compared to other battle royales is how I'm actually with all of the other 59 players all the time, as opposed to when you're playing other Battle Royales. In many ways, it actually just could be you and 16 other people, because you rarely even Mm -hmm. run into a group larger than, like, you know, four-on-four or eight-on-eight. It's funny. When we've played streams and games with other people, So you know, sometimes the game, in order to make the game happen in a timely manner, will start with fewer than 60 people. And we've played with people who are like, oh, look how small this room is. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, you, we could be playing with 40 people or 60 people. I'm not going to know the difference. I know I just need to, you know, get to the end or do this, do that. And the game dynamically obviously adjusts how many people it's eliminating based on how many people either are starting out or have been eliminated. So I've never had the game feel that different depending on whether it is a full 60 or something else. But yeah, when we played it at E3 that one time, it was 100 
people. Granted, we were playing with computer AI versus real life people. <laughs> but yeah, at the time that 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 was where they were aiming. But I remember talking to them at the time and they were like, we change it all the time. Sometimes it's 100, sometimes 50, sometimes it was more than, you know, 100 people. And so, yeah, it, it I think that the yeah, like you said, since you're starting off with everyone, it doesn't really matter how many people are in <laughs> the game ends up being, you know, a handful of people at the end trying to achieve something yeah and it, it, i think it's also just interesting that like i mean you look at call of duty warzone that is what the most players in a battle royale in a game in comp comparison to the other ones that are out there maybe there's another that's larger i'm unaware of but... yeah out of all the big ones that you've heard call of duty is the biggest it, it starts most of its modes are 150 and i don't know if they still have it but at least at one point they had a 200 person mode right. with quads but most of the time when you play that outside mm -hmm. of the main hub, like when it loads everyone in, you're never interacting with more than maybe like 20 other mm -hmm. people. But when you're playing Fall Guys, you always have that huge crew all the time. Right. Once they get on that first level. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it, it's really fun. And in some ways it feels like a more massive multiplayer kind of battle royale than the other ones that are huge do because you are just interacting with everyone, which that is also when it is the most chaotic and what some people might call the most luck is involved possibly mm -hmm. uh you know during that time because it is it is possible you could just have bad placement you could get lost in the sort of sea of little being men who so very specifically want to get through the door or want to get through this wall and you can't get through because it, it's just a swarm mm -hmm. you you aren't able to get past it um I think that's great it's fun and it's it's so unique you know this game has been compared to Mario Party I think a lot, and I think Nintendo could actually take quite a few cues here because all of these games are quite a bit more advanced than the Mario Party mm -hmm. minigames are, mm -hmm. um, and more precise, I would say, as well. Yeah, yeah, the game takes, you know, it is, is, it is a battle royale first and foremost. Again, though, unlike any battle royale you've ever seen, but it does take inspiration from so many different games, and as you mentioned, game shows. I mean, the, the structure of... A match is called a show they that's what it's referred to the, mm -hmm. the collection of four or five rounds um so they they they're not being shy about the fact that this is meant to be you know mxc wipeout any of those kind of goofy shows you know if i can't ever pivot into being a professional fall guys player tom maybe i could be a professional commenter i would love to be able to have a sort of uh cameraman role in fall guys mm -hmm. where i could have a stream going and i'm just observing the game and i could mm -hmm. swap you know i could just jump off during the first match get eliminated and then just run commentary the rest of the time right um i imagine we're going to start to see stuff like that in the future with sort of custom servers you know custom maps custom games and we'll get down to the roadmap that's coming up uh later in the episode but first let's talk about fall guys as an esport Mm -hmm. So I have some staggering information for you. Just just consider this for a moment. This was the number three stream on Twitch this week. It dethroned Fortnite yep. with 25.9 million hours. Wow. In a week. Yes. That's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. And um, I mean, we're still it's still early days for the game, obviously, but... Comparing that to something like, 
I want to bring up Hyperscape, which is another game that's come out in the last few months. That had a huge debut on Twitch, right? It had yes. um, 200, you know, thousand viewers. It was the highest viewed t- game on Twitch at the time. And uh, that's Ubisoft's Battle Royale for people that don't know. It was in beta and now it's it just like yesterday came out with its full release. But it dropped off and not even mm-hmm. like not even like a few weeks later. It was like a few days after the point where no one had to get codes through like you could just play without having to get a code through watching it on Twitch. The interest in the game just dropped off. But you know, and I don't want to speak too soon because again, it's been a little over a week, but there's something telling me that this kind of viewership might not always be at this level, but it's going to stay. It's going to be around, especially if the developers are able to update it, you know, um, yeah. continuously. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you, but I, there's a part of me that honestly and truly believes we haven't actually seen the ceiling for this game yet. Sure. I don't think we're even at the ceiling yet. I think it's going to sustain and go up. Maybe it'll go back down, but I do think it's going to go up. And here's why. Look at the other biggest game this year, because as much as it dominated a couple of weeks, it's not The Last of Us, and it's not Ghost of Tsushima. It's Animal Crossing. Mm. It's a game that doesn't have any shooting, it doesn't have any killing, and it's like a fun, friendly game. Mm. It is the third highest-selling Switch game of all time. It is the highest-selling Animal Crossing game of all time, and that is in a mere six months at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. Not even yet, six months. This game follows in that footsteps of being the first Battle Royale that is friendly and competitive and also family-friendly. And so I think that offers something to a lot of people who like to play these games, more casual players, who buy consoles like Nintendo Switch, who have something maybe like PlayStation Plus so that they can you know, get this game for free. I think that is going to be one of the things that helps this rise now of course that's also going to be dependent on how soon they can get this on other platforms Mm. i think Mm. because getting this on switch getting this on xbox having this everywhere getting it on mobile on phone yeah yeah that's going to be the thing because there's no way it can sustain this level on only pc and playstation so that that's probably going to be what determines how high fall guys can 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 you know climb that mountain of esports and of Twitch legacy, right. um, but they have a they have a great starting point, and there's quite and a the, few places that are doing like mini esports leagues. Uh, starting this week, there's gonna this Friday, there's gonna be um, on uh, the Friday Frenzy Team Invitational with a number of different. There's like ten different streaming teams made up of YouTube and Twitch streamers that are doing an invitational. Now, there is no matchmaking for the game. So are they running like a no. custom version of Fall Guys? How are they making that work? It's, it's interesting. So they haven't given out a ton of details on it yet. Um, and there is going to have, they are going to have like, you know, sort of custom servers or games in the future. That is something that they have sort of taken into account from suggestions. Um, but that's not necessarily detailed on a roadmap. Mm-hmm. So from what I can tell, it seems like people are kind of, making it on their own it seems like this the teams are going to have to play you know four four man squads because that's how large your party can be mm-hmm. and they're going to be playing at the same time and i think it's sort of like either everyone gets to play 10 rounds and whichever team gets the most crowns in the end ah. or it's everyone keeps playing until someone gets three crowns um 
it it seems that's the way they're doing it. They haven't detailed it, and that's that's the thing. You know, the devs are going to see this, and they're like, okay, we need to now prioritize being able to let Twitch and YouTube set up invitationals, mm-hmm. even if we don't have it um, large enough yet for everyone to do custom matchmaking. Yeah. We need to make something so that that can happen because they know their bread and butter is, is streaming mm-hmm. for this game. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, something you brought up earlier with it, with it being, uh, you know, needing to move to multi-platform, you know, beyond PC and, and PS4, something that just came to me is obviously we, we've been playing on PC. Well, I, I guess we've both exclusively been playing on PC because I haven't mm-hmm. jumped into the PS4 version, but we use controllers because it's the best way to play the game. Like it's, it's it absolutely it's is much better than using keyboard and mouse. Same same thing with Rocket League, which was a, you know a game that has a lot of PC players, but they play on on controller. And on top of the fact that obviously it's having the same rollout on PS4 as Rocket League did, where it's free for PSN users. The thing that is the great uniter for this game is that. Playing on PC, there is no advantage. So when they do eventually have cross-play and it's on multiple platforms, like there's nothing, you're not going to be playing and be like, oh, that guy's on a keyboard and mouse. He's got a higher frame rate or what, you know, his graphic settings, you know, like there's there's going to be nothing really that's going to separate the experience across yeah, platforms. Yeah, I'll say that's, that's like mostly true. The one downside is if you're playing on a, original playstation 4 not a pro it runs at 30 versus 60 frames a second um which in a platformer you know a game like this especially with the network connections every every frame kind of counts Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's not that large of a difference and as we've seen with most cross-platform games you can turn on and off you know you can enable cross-play so that that certainly does make a difference, but it's it's certainly not like me on a PC where I can no. expand my field of view in Call of Duty, and I have the precision of a keyboard and mouse going up against someone whose console isn't rendering enough detail in the distance that Correct. has such a so uh, yeah the the sooner they can get this on Switch on Xbox on mobile, I mean that's gonna I I, I agree with you in the sense that. We haven't seen the the apex for sure of, of its popularity. Yeah, and I actually believe this is a game that would work fine with touch controls because mm-hmm. you just need to move. You need to move the camera, so you have your two fingers. You could easily do like a right tap is to jump, a left tap or like a or like a flick is to dive, and then the other one would be the grab. Like it's very simple. Um, and in fact, I there are a lot of people who are asking for more mechanics. And I think the beauty and the simplicity of this game is not having more mechanics. Mm-hmm. I think those three things, jumping, diving, and grabbing should be all you have to know. They could always have a, they could use the grab button as an interact. They could introduce items or objects certainly, but I don't think like we need to be adding like side grab, like dives and mm-hmm. like ducking and things like that as much as it could be fun. Um, the barrier to entry is what's going to make this game grow mm-hmm. and want like people mm-hmm. to continue playing people that aren't, you know, the, the kind of person that plays Mario Kart and they don't play other video games. They'll play this game mm-hmm. yeah, because they could win, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can get the crown. Yeah. You one can get the crown. 100%. I agree with you. I, I don't think they need to add any more mechanics. I think also, you know, they obviously have a lot on their plate that they want to get done in order to expand the reach of the game. Uh, you know, uh, and I think refining the mechanics that are there is a, a much better use of their time than 
uh, adding additional ones, also adding additional ones. It's like, well, the games that are included in the game right now, the the different game types, those weren't designed with those mechanics in mind. So you couldn't just add a bunch of mechanics. <laughs> You'd have to, they'd have to go one by one. It would be, it would be a steady rollout. Plus, I think there's a lot that can be done with the mechanics that the game already has. Um, as I've been playing, I've realized that the grab is not just for, you know, grabbing the tail and tail tag. Like there's, there's, there's little strategies here and there for almost every single game type of, of using the jump, not just to jump across a gap, but to uh, avoid getting grabbed or, you know, so I think that the, the, the possible, I'm not going to say the possibilities are limitless, but there's a expanded uh, variety of things that you can do with the mechanics in the game that isn't apparent like your first couple of matches. It's only after you spend quite a few hours in the game that you're like, oh, I can do this to to do this or what have you. 100%. Yeah. And it, what's what's really interesting about it is as well, I think everyone kept being like, oh, well, the game is all luck and like, you know, it's just, it's it's a party game. But truly it's not because it gets compared to Gang Beast and Human Fall Flat because they have a, a similar visual, but it's it's an incredibly precise game. And nothing says that and makes me feel stronger in that statement than the fact that every day I am continuing to play this game, I am seeing more and more people get to the finish line at the same time in faster times and mm -hmm. faster speeds. So on the level gate crash, you have a slope at the very end that leads up to the finish line. And there were so many times that I missed that jump on the first time and I was able to do it a second time and sometimes even a third time. And now I am getting up to that slope without really many screw ups or errors, not really getting hit by anything. And if I don't make it through that first jump, I will get eliminated because everyone else is mm -hmm. making it on mm -hmm. their first jump. And no one was doing that before people were resetting left and right. And so I think it just shows like the skill gap is there, but it's, um, it's a it's not a super steep hill to climb, but it does come, I think, just from experience, just learning the level and like learning the patience that's required so that you can get by the mobs, you can get out of the flood of people and learning how and when like to time things. That's really like how you can use the precision that the mechanics have mm. to get better. And if you're just playing it maybe in short bursts, it's going to always kind of feel like luck and it's always going to feel like, well, I just didn't wind up in the right place to win, which certainly is a factor of it. But I don't I think that it's actually not going to limit it from being an esport, because if you look at other games that are considered esports, just like where you drop in a battle royale, what weapons you find, if you end up dropping near other. There's so many things in that that are completely randomized, whereas, you know, when you play these maps where everything is and what the timing on these gates mm -hmm. are and what how many people it takes to go through a turnstile for them to spin if you go up this side of the whirly gig if you're going to be more likely to get hit like you can learn those things and use them to your advantage mm -hmm. and that's that's a skill it's it's like a knowledge-based skill yeah yeah and uh i think that uh like you said I'm realizing myself that I'm certainly getting, I mean, I've only to in all honesty, I've only actually won one game. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't played, I'm going to be playing tonight on stream, but I haven't really played that much in, in the last few days, but I do find myself 
I'm getting to the finale more often than not. Yes. Um, and yeah, so I, yeah, I completely agree. I think, I think there's just as much skill involved in different ways than other battle mm -hmm. royales, but I, I think that, you know, this is not a 100% luck experience. No, and I think what's nice is it's also not specifically determined by just having, like, insane dexterity and being able to, like, run macros and keystrokes like so many other esports are. Things that we, I think esports has been determined by people to have to be a dexterity-based sport. They're, you know, people compare it to, like, oh, well, it's like playing darts or playing pool. It's that kind of a sport. Mm. And now I think this is, this is bringing strategy into it in a way that you don't see. Typically, you know, it's you don't have to be the fastest with, you know, your fingers to mm. win at a game of Fall Guys. Yeah. You have to be really quick. Slow and steady um, wins the race sometimes. <laughs> yes, it's, and it's a mental game because mm. it took me a very long time to get my first crown. And if you're familiar with sports at all, you may have heard the term the yips. And the yips is a mental thing where you make a mistake, and this has happened to you probably in a video game, and you didn't necessarily know what it was. People call it a losing streak. But you screw up, and then you keep screwing up, and then you keep screwing up, and you keep screwing up, and you, you're just in your head. And to win at Fall Guys, you can't be thinking about it. You just need to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. It's a mental game. Yeah. And once I got that crown, then I got another and another. And yesterday, I got four. In one day That's yesterday, impressive. I got four crowns. It took me maybe 20 hours to get my first crown. Yeah. And now in half that time, I've gotten eight crowns. That's so impressive. it's, it's, I think very much a mental thing that keeps you from choking because the amount of times I choked on, <laughs> on those final, final levels, um, which Tom, that brings me to one of the craziest things I've ever heard. I don't know if you're ever going to get this trophy, but this trophy is called, infallible it's a gold trophy on the playstation and you have to get five crowns in a row so you need to win five episodes mm -hmm. straight yeah to get the infallible trophy yeah i'm pretty sure i read somewhere that the lead designer was like i we thought this was impossible like we almost made it three just because we thought people are going to um never get this trophy so like let's give them a fighting shot and you know, people, I mean, I don't foresee it happening to me anytime soon, but like you said, this is a game that, you know, once you get a win, it's kind of easier to get a win going forward because you know you can do it, uh, which has been, I think, a lot. That's something it does have in common with a lot of other battle royales. Like the moment I started getting a win in Call of Duty, I started actually getting really good at the game and Apex Legends. Still don't have a single solo win in PUBG, but I'm never going back to that thing. Oh, it's too late now. <laughs> too late. Too late for you, PUBG. So, um, yeah, man, five crowns in a row. I mean, people were doing it the first day this game came out, too, which was crazy. Because that was when people didn't have the time to spend right. to be like, oh, I know the strat. Go up the left for that thing in the whirly gig. Or, you know, timing. They didn't have the timing which, down for so many of the games. You have to imagine they were playing in a party because... The one thing that I will say will give you an advantage and increase mm -hmm. your odds is if you're playing with friends, 100%. then you're able to coordinate on the teams. Because mm -hmm. more often than not, the reason I get eliminated is because of a team, a team mode. Mm -hmm. That and it's not a, a solo mode. Yeah. That is more often the, the team. The team games for me, I I like them quite a bit, but I like go to back and forth on how I feel about them because when we lose them, I'm like, oh, we're yes. all out now. <laughs> but at the same time, when we win them, it's like, great, we all made it to the next round. And so 
I I have a love hate relationship with the team yeah. games, but I think the some of the team games are actually some of the best best games in the the ho- ho- hoopsie daisy man. Love me some hoopsie daisy. Well, oh, then that, and, that brings us oh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead to to sort of one of our fi- our final segments here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tom, before we get into things that are going to come up in the game, mm. because one of the best things that they have done here with this game is. First of all, their Twitter account is absolutely killing it. Yeah. It's absolutely crushing it and doing incredible things. But they are really involved with the community. They have a great Discord. You should check out their Discord. They have a suggestion box where you can make suggestions. People are able to vote on them. And then they'll respond and be like, hey, this has been suggested already. It's been approved. Or they'll, if they re- reject it because they're like, we wouldn't do this for X reason, they'll tell you why. And then they reject that idea. And if it's approved, they send it on to the devs. And the devs have even commented on like, oh, this is great. We're going to do this in a future season or we're already working on this. So we're going to talk about some of that stuff. But Tom, what is the number? Like if there's something you would like to see, a new level, a new feature or anything, like what would you like to see in this game? Wow. Um, hmm, what would I like to see? I, I, I really like the games where it's a, a race to the finish. Um, so Whirly Gig, um, Gate Crash, all of those ones. Um, I'm not so much so much a fan of Slime Climb because that thing can get that's that's one of the more difficult ones. It's my favorite map. I mean, it's good. It's very challenging, but I have had the most like ridiculous losses on Slime Climb, where it's like that was just unfair. Um, <laughs> and uh, but. I, I would just uh, like to see a focus on those races to the finish versus any of the other any other game type or anything with big balls. Ball full, sure. ball, full ball, and hoarders are great. And I know a lot of people get frustrated by those, but the those can be the most chaotic. And I also feel are the most the games where. Um, it can be like 10 seconds left and you've got, you know, hoarders, you've got all the balls. And then in those 10 seconds, you have nothing. And um, so I feel like those games, because the races to the end, those are like, man, if you like on full mountain, which is a a little different because it's the final, but if you get a big hit back, like you're not getting, there's no way you're coming back from it. Whereas some of these ball games, they can kind of, change in an instant which i i pretty much totally agree with you and that is one of the number one suggestions so uh, i've got a list of suggestions here that they have approved there's so many so i went with because it's the first episode i went with some of the most basic ones because these are like the basic things people are asking for dedicated servers synchronized data so if you have it on playstation mpc your skins and everything transfer between you don't have to like you know achieve something twice or buy something twice um but then there's also mutators on maps or having different game modes. And they have specifically said each season they're going to be adding new game modes and maps as well for existing modes. So that also means specifically like if you like fall ball style games, they're going to have new maps for fall ball so that they don't have to have a totally new thing. Like that won't mm. be the one and only fall ball map. Um, so I think it seems like they're going to specifically focus on the game types they have now adding new maps and then adding more modes which also coincides with the fact that they've commented on having different game modes like only team-based maps, so we're going to go in with parties of four like you would see in a standard Battle Royale, or having only solo-based modes where you're just doing single eliminating you know, runs 
So that if you're going in solo and you just want to do solo, these are things that have been submitted to the developers. They've been approved to review. Um, they are going to be on the, the roadmap one, for the future. The, the, in terms of like background stuff and like things to make the game better, uh, the one thing that bugs me the most is when you're in a party, if you get eliminated, it doesn't automatically show you the camera of someone in your party. It'll just be a random player and you have to cycle through. And especially currently on PC that they were having an issue with people um, using their Steam names to kind of hack the game. There was a bunch of different things with that. But basically everyone on PC currently is full guy 2797. So I can't even, you know, or three, whatever four, four digit number. So when you see in the corner, you, you don't, you're like, okay, what number are you to someone else so I can cycle to you? Or what skin are you wearing? I can't, I, I can't see their name. So I, I have no idea if the person I'm looking at is, is the person. I don't know when that they're fixing that. Um, but that, that is the biggest thing for me is not having it just jump to someone in your party immediately. And then even when you switch to someone in your party, the next round, it, it might be a random again. You might have to switch back. So that's, that's one feature that I really hope gets added soon. So... This, Tom, is something mm -hmm. you'll be excited to hear. So, first of all, they have specifically already addressed that. That is something they're going to fix, and they're going to add. They're not just going to fix it, but they're also going to add, like, different colored arrows for your party members. And, like, it's going Good. to be more obvious, and it's going to default to only following your party as well. So, Perfect. that is coming in a future update. But they also just put out patch notes, because there's a patch coming tomorrow that is going to, or today, uh depending on when you're listening to this and when it's out, because we did record it on Wednesday the 12th, um, but obviously the podcast stream is waiting for approval. But um, let's see, here's some things they are adding. So they're adding Jump Showdown, which was a final round from the beta. I'm very excited to be able to play that one again. It is the sort of spinner that you have to avoid with the top spinners. This one's gold, and it's for the crown, so I'm very excited for that. But then here are some of the patch notes, Tom. Uh, they've lowered the weighting for Royal Fumble, so more people can be in Royal Fumble for the final, like, tail grab. Um, they have improved matchmaking and server errors. They are fixing physics behaving erratically at high frame rates on levels like Tiptoe. They're also fixing Thank the sliding God. on Tiptoe. Thank uh, God. That's coming uh -huh. out, so this is tomorrow? Oh, uh, well, it's actually team. coming out today, okay. so it'll be available come tomorrow. So by the time you're hearing this, this is now available. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and it's great that they're listing the patch notes as well. Yeah, the sliding uh, on tiptoe means that any time that I get tiptoe, it's like, well, my game's over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm going to in the next patch. Some people were and Fall Mountain couldn't grab the crown and not like by accident, like they were pressing or holding yeah. grab, and it just still wouldn't. So that is being I've fixed. Collisions on block party are being fixed. Uh, parties failing because of too many requests. Addressed special characters causing display issues in player names. So there's there's a number of things that they are fixing right now. Um, and there are more patch notes and updates to come. As well as more costumes. Uh, and I, I mean, we don't really have time to go over them today. But you should check out they their Discord. They are taking community suggestions for costumes. Every brand is getting in on the Fall Guys costume thing. Yeah. They're all making their own renderings. It's like a KFC one. There was a Chuck E. Cheese one. There, I mean, someone made like Nikes themed after Fall Guys. <laughs> now they're going the opposite way. Sure. Um, stuff looks I mean, great. You know, if 
dude, if uh, if this takes off and they capitalize on this moment, and uh, that there, there are, I don't want to sound all corporate and stuff, but like there are many brand opportunities. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I've got the the Mario playset here, the Lego Mario playset, and I'm just thinking, like, even having the beans, like mm -hmm. collectible, like pops, man, like. Oh my gosh, dude! Like the, they have the eyes. <laughs> they, yeah, essentially, like you know, I think that the 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 brand opportunities are limitless. If I was in a boardroom, you know, in front of a whiteboard saying something like that, or doing a presentation, um, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you saw, I, I mocked up some Power Rangers ones too. Big Power Rangers fan, and I was like, oh my god, you could just have the costumes from the show. Like it's absolutely. It's, I want everything to be a full guy. You want to make uh, the, the the colonel a full guy? Great, awesome, Barney. Like you know, just anything. SpongeBob. Yeah. Like there's so many things. Skins are awesome. Skins are awesome. It would be great, and the way that they are monetizing them is great because you just have to play to unlock them. Some you're gonna have to win for. Uh, there's a lot of discussion about whether it's unfair that you can't buy crowns or not. I'm personally have always been on the side of if people want to buy crowns and spend their money, just let them. But I also, I, I understand the like, the second these games start doing that, it just becomes monetization. And then they just make it harder and harder to get the crowns that are needed. So I actually kind of like that you can't personally. Um, yeah. it, it's, it, it really doesn't it, feel unfair in any way, the way the game is monetized. On top, on top of that, the the stuff that you can get via crowns is awesome but i'm not looking at the stuff that you get via kudos and being like oh this is inferior skit like a lot of the skins i enjoy and a lot of them are just through kudos granted like when they did the tank the the water tank stomach where you could like see through and it had fish in it have you seen this one no yeah it's like basically it turns i, I don't know if it's an, a top or bottom layer i think it's bottom because i think it goes with a um like deep sea diver top but basically it makes the the belly of the bean transparent and there's like fish swimming in water in this it's really cool that that one you needed crowns to get so i wasn't mm. able to get it but at the same time like i got the triceratops one i've got um you know i got there's a ton of great skins that you can get with just the kudos and yeah i yeah. wanna so so before we leave with our final thing i'm gonna have one like either fun fact or hot tip to always close the show out with. I have, a, I have a really interesting one that I think probably a lot of people aren't aware of. I'm sure if you are deep in the Fall Guys community, you are aware of this one, but it kind of blew my mind yesterday when it came up. But Tom, mm. what what is your go-to look right now? What is your favorite look for your, your bean? Uh, I currently have the ninja. Okay. You're rocking the ninja. Yeah, rocking the ninja. I've got a deep blue and purple, I think, uh, outfit that I'm, I'm or color scheme. And I've got this, uh, like, it's not polka dot, but it's kind of like, it slowly fades between the two colors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, the banana, banana water? No, not the color, like the, the color scheme. Oh, like the pattern, the pattern that is. Um, got it. Yeah. Okay. Use, I forget what it's called. But, yeah, because the, the, the one I use right now is banana water. It gives my character a gradient, like a really nice gradient that oh, goes from one color is. to the oh, other. Um, that costs two crowns to get. And because of, oh, no, uh, because of that, that, because it, it looks so nice mm. that um, 
that's like I haven't even had a costume on my guy much because I, it looks re- it makes every skin like every color scheme look great on it. No shame with a naked bean. No shame. Yeah. You want to you no want way. you got a cool you got a cool pattern and color combination. I'm cool with with that. I don't think the skins. You know, I th- I think that's the great thing about th- they look great with a with a skin without a skin. Um, yeah, all fall guys, fall gals, and fall folks are great. Yeah, one hundred percent. No matter what you're wearing. Uh, so Tom, mm. have you seen? And this is this is our closing our closing moment here. This happened to me yesterday. I couldn't believe what I saw. I had an incredible run of games of fall ball, three different games where we won like by over 10 points Mm -hmm. but in two of them we got 15 and 16 points versus one on the other team and you know what happened in those games once we had a very large lead we got a golden egg yes yes the golden egg five points i've had it happen five once or twice points yeah it's crazy yeah it's absolutely crazy i couldn't believe it you know i've seen the football come up right the football's always funny but the golden egg ball, and my number one tip for that game, if you're playing fall ball, if you don't have a goalie, obviously you got to run goalie, but go run defense. Go run mm-hmm, opposition mm-hmm, defense. Mm-hmm. I go up to these guys, and I just spend the whole time grabbing them yeah. when they're trying to get the hits in, and then grabbing them when they're running. You know, They have their one goalie, and I'm just back on their one goalie grabbing them so that no one can stop. Like The ball's coming in. They can't do anything, and you can tell. You can tell the way they're moving. They get mad. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm getting mad when people are grabbing me in full ball. You got to get mad and you got to get those crowns. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Tell the people at home where to find you. Yeah, you can find me at Great Britom, G R E A T B R I T O M, pretty much everywhere. Uh, you want to add me on Steam to play Fall Guys or PlayStation to play Fall Guys? That's the name. Uh, the Twitter is kind of my hub for everything, so you can go follow me there on Twitter. And uh, come follow on Twitch, where we do a lot of full guy streaming, a lot of other games as well, though. A lot of battle royales in different sectors. But uh, yeah, Great Britom on each and every platform. And I am at Christian underscore Humes on Twitter. If you want to find me on Twitch, which very soon this show will actually be a part of my stream, and then the audio will go out as a podcast. I wanted to get it started before I could set up my streams because I am in the middle of a move. But my Twitch will be at the Chooms, same with Steam, which is T H E C H O O M S, the Chooms. Our information is going to be found in the show notes. Thank you once again for falling with us this week. We can't wait to fall with you next week and get out there, get that crown, and come on back to the Crown Club. Bye.